from Millbrook in the heart of the Hudson Valley, this is Radio Rotary. Hi everyone, this is Sarah O'Connell Clater. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. And welcome to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People sharing ways to improve your life. And Jonah, I am particularly excited today. Why is that? Well, not because I'm just like really hot and drinking a lot of ice water, which, uh, hello, in the heat, hydrate, hydrate. I thought you were excited because you're with me. <laughs> of course. <laughs> That's where the heat comes from, but I'm bummed. Okay. I'm excited because we are coming from the delightful Millbrook Cafe in the heart of Millbrook, New York, with the Millbrook Rotary Club. <laughs> which, P.S., is my Rotary Club. And we are chatting with a lot of wonderful people who represent the Food of Life Comida Del Vida Food Pantry in Amina, New York, who help support and meet the needs of our, our community. Um, first up is my old friend, Jim Wright. We worked together for many years and were there in the very beginning of this very important organization in our immediate community. So Jim, first of all, welcome to Radio Rotary. And my follow-up is, when did the food pantry at St. Thomas, Food of Life, when did it officially start? It started in 2009. Um, and it started in, well, it actually started in the church itself. I've, I, we um, we bought a bunch of rolling uh, like bookcases that we could roll in and out of the church, and that's where, where things started. Um, after a couple months um, serving our neighbors out of the church, we moved into the food pantry, into the food pantry, yes, into the parish hall, and um, served. Uh, food from 2009 until COVID hit in 2020, which is a very dramatic story in itself. Um, but it was started by, it was an idea that our then priest, Reverend Betsy Fisher had as a way of um, extending our selves and our interest in helping our community. Um, and that's it was, it was her idea. Now, let's um, bring us up to the present day. How many people uh, do you serve in the food pantry today? We are serving, correct me if I'm wrong, about 300 people wow. a week. But it went from then the house, the parish house, then an idea got started, Jim, because I was there when this happened. Again, it was people sitting around trying to meet the needs of a community um, that we had all this property adjacent the church. You talking garden? We're talking garden, yeah. okay? Okay. So we jumped to, well, why don't we clear it out? Why don't we put some tomatoes in the dirt? Why don't we, why don't we want why don't we? And to quote Betsy Fisher, she said, I don't know anything about gardening and I don't cook, but I know how to give birth. And I think we're giving birth to an idea. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So in 2014, in, in time for the growing season, we launched the Giving Garden at St. Thomas. And it was putting that together 
was one of the proudest things I've ever done in my life. I it was say. on a spit and a prayer, and it was <laughs> yeah. it was truly an extraordinary yeah. happening of people coming together and making it happen. Yeah. Well, if, if it was on a prayer, it's the appropriate spot to have it in a church, right? <laughs> so, so tell us now, you, you mentioned uh, that the COVID had some dramatic uh, influence to this operation. Uh, what, what, share a little bit about that, and we'll get more into later in the show. Well, um, pre-March 2020, we were serving 35 families a week. At Christmas time and Thanksgiving, that would go up to maybe 60. Um, and so at that point, it was a choice pantry. Folks would come into the food, into the parish hall, and they would be given a list of options, and they would, you know, basically kind of like choose one from column A, choose one from column B. And it was an incredible, incredible social scene. Um, People got to know each other. The volunteers who distributed the food really got to know our neighbors, and it was just—it was just a wonderful experience. But and and then, of course, having all that fresh produce from that giving garden, who that got built was adjacent to the to the church to the property, and to see all that produce on those tables when people came in. Oh, I mean, it was it was a game changer. Let's face it. So, so what happened in what happened with with the beginning of COVID? is A, we had a social distance, okay, and B, uh, the number of people needing help, needing food, skyrocketed. So we could not uh, handle that number of people in our little parish hall. So you'll hear more details about that in the next segment, but just to jump back to the garden for a minute, um, this was another brainchild of, well, of Betsy's. Um, so she basically said, okay, you know, we are getting the majority of our food from the New York State Regional Food Bank. But, you know, that was canned food and pasta and cereal. And so she thought, hmm, again, like Sarah said, she, she that really did not... She was somebody who would kill things, okay? Kill plants. You know? <laughs> it sounds like me. And she, she, you know, she didn't, she made no bones about it. So, um, when, so for her to start a garden, Jim and I looked at each other and we're like, politely trying to say, have you lost your mind? Well, no, we just, as we, it was a real um, community effort. It was and a, leap of faith. Leap of faith, Jim. Come on. Yeah, yeah, well. But anyway, everybody just came together, built that garden from scratch, and, and a big shout out to Paley's. Charlie Paley right. donated the the all seedlings, the seedlings, all the seedlings, all the starter plants for years, and helped supervise, helped tell people what to do and keep Betsy away. Well, we're going to find out more about this terrific project in just a moment. But first, Sarah O'Connor-Clater is going to tell us who keeps us fed by sponsoring Radio Rotary this week. Well, Jonah and Jim, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank, Third Eye Associates, and by the featured Rotary Clubs of Brewster, Carmel, Clarkstown, Goshen Highland Hyde Park, Kingston Liberty, Millbrook, Nanuet, Greater Newburgh, and New City, New York. We're back with more of Radio Rotary right after these important messages. 
let mental health stigma keep you from living your best life. This is Andrew O'Grady from MHA of Dutchess County, and there is help. Did you know that 25% of the population deal with anxiety or depression? That's a lot of people. You're not alone. If you have the flu, you would call your doctor. Let's start doing the same when it comes to your mental health. It's time to get on the path to mental wellness. Contact Mental Health America of Dutchess County at 845-473-2500. Let us help you live your best life. Hi, this is Tony Marmo from Norman Staffing, and we've been bringing together employers and job seekers since 1980. If you're an employer and have job vacancies, let Norman Staffing help fill them with permanent or temporary workers. We screen, interview, and recommend the best candidates for your company. We make the employment process easier and faster for you. Please call Norman Staffing for your employment needs at 338-9111, 338-9111, or normanstaffing.com. You're listening to 92.9 and 96.5 WBPM. And there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. Salisbury Bank is your friendly hometown bank with 14 branches throughout the tri-state area. Salisbury Bank offers personal and business banking, mortgages, and commercial loans. Salisbury Bank is your local community bank with local decision-making and high service. Your local bank for all of your local needs. Salisbury Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, because where you bank matters. Could you go the distance to keep a child healthy? Could you travel the world to help eliminate polio? A Rotary member could. Rotary continues its efforts to end the crippling disease worldwide, providing children with needed vaccinations. For information, go to rotary.org. Rotary, humanity in motion. Subscribe to the Radio Rotary Podcast and never miss an episode. We are on every popular podcast platform, including iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Subscribe to the Radio Rotary Podcast today. Here we are, right back here in the heart of Millbrook at the Millbrook Cafe, speaking with people about the food of life, Camina Del Vida, Food Pantry in Amina, New York, and our visitors, our guests here, it's fellow Rotarian and vicar, A.J. Stack, who is the managing everything, man at um, St. Thomas, um, and along with him is the co-senior warden, and what that means is she's the big kahuna, too, um, Sam Lucas. So Samantha. Okay, Samantha. Samantha Lucas. So welcome to this segment of um, Radio Rotary. We're going to recap a little bit, but we did want to jump right into um, how how did you deal with, you have this whole thing up and running, you're feeding people, who, some of our friends and neighbors in our community, helping them out in their time of need um, at the food pantry, and then everything's on lockdown. Here we are in the middle of a worldwide pandemic, and I hate this word pivot, but we got to use it. What did y'all do? All right. Samantha? Samantha? Well, um, we successfully pivoted and moved all of our operations from inside the parish house out to the parking lot. So it took about 30 volunteers every week to move 3,000 pounds of food to serve everybody. We turned wow. it into a, a drive-through. So people would drive through in their cars, tell us their order, and we'd plop their food in the 
in the um, in their cars. So we thought we had this all dialed in, and then two weeks later, one of our main funders from Episcopal Charities in New York City um, came to visit. Um, his name is Patrick Burquist, and he said, "In <laughs> he said in one comment, he was like, well, what are you going to do in the winter?'" <laughs> and, that was my question. What, what do you do in the rain and the snow? And, and at that point, we were thinking we were high, flying high. We you're in a foxhole. You're in a foxhole, girl. <laughs> and that's all you're doing. You're living in the moment. Right. No shame in that. So, so, so we um, got our um, got our phones out and started calling everybody. Started thinking about how we could could build a building, and that was what it came down to. What started in being a shed um, turned into being a full blown building, and you know the ten thousand dollar budget went to a hundred and what twenty thousand dollar budget, and because that's what it costs to build buildings. And but we had to we have food, so we had to have refrigeration, we had to have heat, and all of these things. So um, we luckily had had a number of of um, people step up and donate to the pantry, um, and we were able to pivot many of those things after talking to. Um, Donators to see if we could use some of that money. And half of it was funded by um, St. Thomas and Episcopal Charities, and the other was from the community. And how long did it take to build the building? Um, two months. Yeah, we two months. Yeah, and we have to thank Ducillo, um, uh, the local um, one of the local um, contractors. Con- contractors, and he was just it was a miracle that it happened. Yeah, that is a miracle. Two yeah, months. It was miracle number two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I kept saying it was it was just miraculous how fast it happened. We had all the the supplies, and by November we served our first pantry. Um, Can I just jump in very quickly in the middle of all the drama and chaos? and pandemic you are also hiring because the wonderful Betsy Miss Idea is now retiring and you've hired a new clergy AJ Stack so he's on board for 10 minutes and lockdown happens now Reverend Stack is your uh, minister is that correct uh, Miss O'Connell that would be correct I call him a vicar I know that's old school so vicar (laughs) vicar tell just just between you and me and and about 40,000 listeners does Sarah behave herself in church Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Let the record indicate, ladies and gentlemen at home, that he he paused a second. No, we all love Sarah deeply. She's a great person. So, yes, Reverend, uh, Reverend, uh, how did you get involved in all this? Well, uh, <laughs> I was called uh, I was called to St. Thomas in late 2019. Um, I accepted the call in late 2019, and I began February 26th, I think. Of 2020, um, I served I think twice uh, on Sundays, and then boom, everything went lockdown. Uh, so again, talking about pivoting, uh, you know, immediately the job description completely changed. Um, from not only not only did the need uh, dramatically increase just overnight, uh, but the way we had to operate, the way that we had to um, imagine doing our mission completely changed overnight. But you had Sam and you had Jim yes. and you had the community. And that's that's the and go ahead. That's one of the most amazing parts of this story is that we had a phone conference because we hadn't quite figured out Zoom yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With the vestry, which is the governing board of the of the parish, uh, and there was never a discussion about whether or not we would continue. It was how 
will we continue? That's absolutely marvelous. And of course, being a minister, uh, service to the community is part of your lifeblood. But the phrase service above self, which is Rotary's motto, has a special meaning to you. Tell us why. Because I am a Rotarian as well. I'm a member here of the Millbrook Rotary Club. You're also the president. Yes, I'm currently the president <laughs> for 22-23. You also act as... Do you also act as chaplain? Uh, sure. Yes. <laughs> if called upon. <laughs> so, uh, Samantha, what do you think is, I mean, you had a tremendous past here, building a building and serving so many people. What do you see as the future of this project? Well, we're only growing. Um, we now have a new um, garden that's in the works to help bring people together. Um, AJ will talk about that more. Um, and, and, and we've also, you know, because of the growth in the pantry, we've also had to pivot and hire a full-time manager for that pantry, who we'll talk to later. And uh, that is a huge change in, in our pantry. But it was needed because of the, the numbers just quadrupled since... Before COVID to now, our numbers are four times. Sam, bigger. give us, uh, Samantha, give us some statistics. You can tell I know her well. Samantha, please give us some statistics. So in 2019, we served 9,295 people. Um, and in 2020, that went up to 14,000. Um, and 2021, we're, we, we're up to 18. 1,700. And this year, we definitely, I think we've already re reached that number. Um, we're well above that. So our numbers are not going down. And uh, Reverend AJ, do you serve just people in the Armenia and, and Millbrook area or whoever comes, uh, you know, your, your hands and hearts are well open? So uh, one of the one of the things that uh, St. Thomas and Food of Life Comité de Vida pride ourselves on is radical hospitality. I love which, that. <laughs> which means that there um, is no one is turned away. We have no income guidelines. We have no frequency visit uh, limits, so you can come as often as we're open, and we have no residential requirements. Well, uh, Reverend AJ and Samantha, thank you for everything uh, you're doing to make life better for those in need. And thanks for joining us today on Radio Rotary. And we'll be back with more of Radio Rotary right after these important messages. Hi, this is Beth Jones of Third Eye Associates Limited, providing life planning, financial transition planning, and wealth management strategies to help you integrate your life and your money. We are a fee-only registered investment advisory firm with offices in New York City, Washington, D.C., and Red Hook, New York. Contact us to see how you can put Third Eye to work for you. ThirdEyeAssociates.com or call us at 845-752-2216. Hi, I'm Krista Hines, Executive Director of Hudson River Housing, a local nonprofit dedicated to helping communities in the Mid-Hudson Valley thrive. We believe that everyone deserves the opportunity to live in safe and affordable housing. No matter what your housing concern may be, you can count on us for assistance. Maybe you're looking to buy your first home and don't know where to start, or possibly seeking an affordable apartment to rent for you and your family. Or perhaps you found yourself in need of safe and supportive shelter with a compassionate team committed to helping you overcome the challenges of homelessness. We're here to help every step of the way. Please visit us online at HudsonRiverHousing.org or call us today at 845-454-5176. Again, that number, 845-454-5176.
You are listening to 92.9 and 96.5 WBPM. And there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. Hi, I'm Meg Mullins from the Mark Foundation, supporting the Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Community. Our mission is prevention of and recovery from substance misuse. Among our projects, we fund scholarships for therapists, transitions from community housing, and the Overdose Awareness Memorial located on the Dutchess County Rail Trail. Visit our website at mark-foundation.org to learn more or to make a donation. Looks like Zoom may be in the rearview mirror. MHA is live and in person again for our spotlight on Mental Health Gala. This is Andrew O'Grady from MHA of Dutchess County. Our honorary committee chair, Sheriff Kirk Imperati, and I would love for you to join us. We will have awards, auctions, fine food, and a great view of the Hudson at the Grandview. You can purchase tickets at mhaduchess.org. The gala is Thursday, September 22nd from 6 to 9 p.m. in Poughkeepsie. Please join us. Get your tickets today at mhaduchess.org. Hi, this is Kathy Krueger, producer of Radio Rotary. If you are listening now, so are your customers. You can advertise on Radio Rotary for as little as $25 per week. Call me, Kathy Krueger, at 845-702-4410 for full details or email me at info at radiorotary.org. That's info at radiorotary.org. Every year, a lot of people do a really great thing and donate to the food banks of the Hudson Valley, but they don't always think through all the dynamics of their donation. Here's a few examples. Everyone donates boxes of Kraft Mac and Cheese, but you need milk and butter to make it, which is hard to get from food banks. They get a lot of rice aroni donations, but not the butter and oil you need to cook it. Canned food donations should always have a pull-top tab, unless you're going to donate a can opener with it. Hamburger Helper needs fresh ground beef to be useful. Food banks get tons of peanut butter and jelly, but no bread or rolls. And eggs are desperately needed by food banks, but are never donated. And non-food items like dishwashing detergent, feminine hygiene products, and hand sanitizer are always welcome and put to good use. So if you're thinking about making a donation to a food bank, maybe ask them first what they really need to support the people who depend on them. But thanks for doing your part to help our less fortunate neighbors, not just during the holidays, but all year long, because they're depending on us. back in the heart of Millbrook. Of course, beautiful bucolic Hudson Valley at the Millbrook Cafe. We are chatting with Vicar A.J. Stack and Danny Hucknick of the Food Pantry in Amina Union known as Food of Life, Comida de Vida and um, at located at St. Thomas right there on Leedsville Road. It, it's literally on the border. It's it's on the border of Connecticut. It's called Hitchcock Corners. They're beautiful historic homes. It's just absolutely looks like something out of I don't know, uh, like um, I don't know, uh, an Americana something history book. It's beautiful, actually. the The chapel itself is historic. It's um, John Updike. Is it Updike? The guy John, who John, up John up John up John up John who designed Trinity Wall Street. Trinity Wall Street, yes. And I guess he had connections and friends mm-hmm. in the Hudson Valley, and they asked him to do a little chapel for us right here. We worked very hard to get that place restored. There were, again, uh, the community came together and a lot of grant writing and just a lot of faith. And it, it looks like a dream, doesn't it, AJ? It does. It does. It's a beautiful place to, to work and worship. Yes, yes. So back to the food pantry and kind of the mission or the thing that brings, well, brings a lot of people, not just um, at the community there, the immediate 
uh, St. Thomas community, Danny, but doesn't it bring people from the greater community together at the food pantry? Absolutely. Um, so, you know, since I've come on board back in just May of 2022. Tell us your title. I forgot. Sorry. Tell us your title. I forgot. Uh, the food pantry manager. Thank you. And, um, but, you know, I've, I've been a, a resident in this community for, for a long time now. And so uh, knowing a lot of a lot of locals in the Millerton, Millbrook, Amenia, immediate area, Pleasant Valley, we've been able to, um, since May, deepen the relationship with many of the local farmers as well as many of our neighbors and friends who are volunteering uh, and who are actively donating uh, as we are constantly seeking <laughs> additional support, uh, monetary support, and of course volunteer. We need hands there because as Samantha mentioned earlier, we are easily serving over a thousand uh, people a month. Well, Danny, this would be a good time to let our audience know uh, the lo exact location, the hours you're open, and if they do want to donate, how they get a hold of you. Sure. So uh, we are at 40 Leedsville Road in Amenia, and uh, folks can reach out directly to me at 845-232-1461. Give us that phone number again. Again, it's 845-232-1461. And folks at home, get a pencil and paper. We'll make sure Danny repeats that before the end of the show. <laughs> yes, I'm happy to repeat that many times over. 845-232-1461. We've been doing a lot of, of uh, partnership, as uh, Sarah mentioned earlier, and one of the things that we did this summer that worked really well was partnering with the Northeast Community Center's Food Futures program, and those young adults came in, and they just um, really transformed what we're doing with our neighbors in this community. So they were preparing foods, they were weeding in the garden, they were delivering uh, food to, to many of their friends and neighbors. So it really, it, you know, we're small but mighty. Um, for the amount of volume that we're doing and the amount of support that we need. So it's really been wonderful to deepen those relationships. And another shout out, because Charlie Paley personally has been involved with this, business professionally with this business, but also as a personal man um, with this garden and this food pantry from Jump. So just a shout out to Charlie Paley. Right, Danny? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, the Giving Garden has significantly grown. And our garden goddess, Marsha, she is just out there so early in the morning, Monday through Friday, uh, with the rest of the volunteer team. And they are harvesting uh, just cases and cases of, of fresh produce, fresh vegetables, fresh herbs. Our neighbors are so excited to come and really be treated in such a way where the dignity is first and foremost, but also the choice. The days of, of I remember volunteering in 1989, it was like you got a cardboard box and you threw it at people from, from you know that were lined up around the block. And now when folks come to us, we're talking to them about nasturtium and what rainbow uh, shard is and how to treat uh, potatoes and beets. And it's been really uh, a beautiful thing. And what days and hours are you open? So we do all that work just Fridays between 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. And That's the location it. again is? 40 Leedsville Road in Amenia. And the phone number is? 845-232-1461. Danny Hutnick. All right. And, of course, Reverend, a Reverend AJ, you are the president of the Millbrook Rotary Club. And uh, where and when do you usually meet? Uh, Millbrook Rotary meets at the Millbrook Cafe the first uh, on Wednesdays at 1215. Um, we do have one... Uh, 
my brain just went blank. It's to the third Wednesday we are on Zoom, but other than that, so we we're are, we're a hybrid club, yeah. like everything else in the world. So check our website, which yes. is yes. What's the website? Millbrookrotary.org. And if you're not in the Millbrook area but still want to get together with the fun, the food, and the fellowship of Rotary, go to Rotary.org. R O T A R Y.org. Click on the club locator button. Find where your local Rotary club meets and join us and meet great people like AJ and Dan and Sarah. And Sarah's got a question. Well, I was just going to say, you usually ask me what the food is like. You know, I wouldn't be in a Rotary club if the food wasn't good because. What's the food like? It's great. <laughs> and we're about to find out because after we finish taping the show, we're having dinner, and that's terrific. So. So in the minute we have left, uh, Reverend A.J., tell people why they should join Rotary and, uh, <laughs> and, and be part of Service Above Self. Sure. Uh, so I joined Rotary uh, back in Ohio before I, I came here, and I joined because I wanted to be more connected to my community. When I joined, though, I didn't anticipate finding family. And that's what I found, is uh, a sense of family with purpose. And that purpose is to to make the world a better place. And Danny, give the phone number one more time. <laughs> Please call if you can donate time or resource or adult diapers at 845-232-1461. Danny, Reverend AJ, thanks so much for being on Radio Rotary, and thanks for helping uh, those in need here in the Millbrook Amenia area. And tell us, Sarah O'Connell Cater, who do we have to thank for bringing us Radio Rotary this week? Well, this has been so much fun, and we need to thank our sponsors, Mental Health America of Dutchess County, the Mark Foundation, Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Community, Norman Staffing, Hudson River Housing, and the featured Rotary Clubs of New Paltz, Patterson, Pearl River, Philmont Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Ramapo Valley, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Suffern, Walkill East, Wappinger Falls, and Warwick Valley, New York. And Millbrook. Oh, in Millbrook, New York. <laughs> Our thanks to the great people here at the Millbrook Cafe for their hospitality and to the wonderful Rotarians of the Millbrook Rotary Club for being a shining example of what Rotary's all about. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell Clater, our producer Kathy Kruger, our author extraordinaire Brian Bunch, and our production director Randy Turner, this is Jonah Trebois, so thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotaryNow.org. So long from Millbrook. Yeah.